You know, I've been seeing a lot of bobcats in New Hampshire lately. Really? At your bird feeder or your chicken coop? Well, mostly it's from wildlife cameras on social media. But it made me wonder, are there more bobcats in New Hampshire or are there just more wildlife cameras? I'm Dave Anderson from the Forest Society. And I'm Chris Martin from New Hampshire Audubon. And this is Something Wild. I found a fresh-killed deer carcass one winter, so I rigged up some wildlife cameras and got great photos of a bobcat uncovering it, feeding on it, recovering it, and scent marking to protect the site. It was fascinating. Why do we find bobcats so compelling? They are a beautiful species. They have their own charisma to them. You can watch a bobcat slowly move across the landscape, sit for hours, and then it turns on a switch where you see it turn into almost superhero abilities to run across the yard, bounce off three different objects, and catch the squirrel in midair. That's Patrick Tate, fur bearer biologist with New Hampshire Fish and Game. Well, what does he think? Are there more bobcats in the state or just more wildlife cameras? Both. We're getting to see more bobcats in more places thanks to modern technology, but there's also more of them. Patrick says a 10 to 12% increase per year based on bobcat mortalities. And in fact, New Hampshire Fish and Game takes a DNA sample from each roadkill that shows that there is greater bobcat genetic diversity today than in the 1950s. That means a more adaptable and resilient population. While turkeys increased their population and range northward, has the bobcat also made its way north? We have bobcats from border to border in New Hampshire. They are a generalist species, which means they can adapt to a number of climates, and that's why they're all over North America in the lower 48. Nearly every state has bobcats. Bobcats are also generalists in terms of their diet. And don't forget, there was one on the roof of a Burger King in Stratum a few years ago. They will eat anything from as small as a field mouse to as big as a white-tailed deer, and even reptiles and birds. They stalk their prey, but they're also masterful at lying in wait and ambushing. They're not a tree climber or a tree hunter, so they don't need the tail for balance. So that explains their short bobtail. They can still climb and leap, though, and sprint up to 30 miles an hour. How big are they? What I consider a large male bobcat is um, over 30 pounds, though I have held a 45-pound bobcat that came out of the Tufton Bro area of New Hampshire. And I'll say a 40-pound-plus bobcat is a very large animal. Male bobcats are twice as big as females, and their range is twice as big, too. Females have a range around 12 square miles. The male's nearer to 30 square miles. And male bobcats allow overlap of their home range by other males. But the females will boot another female out of their territory. Of course, if a female range overlaps a male home range, no problem. Which brings us to babies. (laughs) (laughs) And the kittens in one litter could actually only be half siblings. A female bobcat will choose a mate, but they don't stay pair bonded together. So they'll mate and she'll leave and go off and do her own thing. And then if, if she's still in heat, mate with a completely different male. So the kittens can have different fathers than their siblings. So if the bobcat population is growing at 10 to 12 percent per year, they're extremely adaptable. And they've already expanded across the state. Won't we eventually max out? At some point, we will reach max bobcat population. It's inevitable because we have a limited amount of landscape. Food limitation generally is what limits our wildlife in the state. That's what causes home ranges to increase and decrease on any given year. 
but given our robust deer population, our robust small mammal population on the landscape, it'll be a number of years, in my opinion, before we would see any type of major issues from food. It's exciting to be able to observe nature using wildlife cams. It gives us a chance to see an animal that lives pretty silently right alongside us. Special thanks to Patrick Tate of New Hampshire Fishing Game. I'm Chris Martin from New Hampshire Audubon. So Dave, did you know that Bobcat is the second most popular mascot for U.S. high schools? Well, they are popular. Number one, eagles. Come on. Yeah. How about tree mascots? The towering trees. The fighting pines. <laughs> I'm Dave Anderson with the Forest Society. Something Wild is a joint production of New Hampshire Audubon, the Forest Society, and NHPR. The mighty oaks. 